FUD Culture, episode 528, More Fudge, Less Whiskey, part B. Culture is a podcast that's recorded every other week, split into two parts, and then sent down the podcast feed each week. If you've missed the first half of this show, don't worry. Head back to the website, www.podculture.net, and grab the first half. And now, on with the second half of Pod Culture. Alrighty, we are back with a little TV and DVD talk. You know, we've sugared up, we've talked about FanFest, so uh, we need to take a little break and watch some TV. And uh, let's let's start off with, well, we all, other it's all guests other than just me. Uh, Tony, Kathy, what have you guys been watching? Well, this, it being summertime, there's really not much on. I think the only things we're watching that aren't in reruns is Dark Matter and Broadchurch. We didn't watch it when it came out in in mm-hmm. UK. We're watching it on BBC America. You watch Killjoys? Yeah, sometimes you watch Dark Matter. Watch Killjoys? Uh, no, no, I don't if, think. If you're Firefly fans, pick up that show. It's 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 a lot of fun. It, and I've if, seen it. Oh, it's it's pretty good. What do you think of Dark Matter? Yeah, there is the Firefly Firefly vibe on it. I mean, because three is <laughs> three is Jane. <laughs> There's no has, way around it. Has to be Jane. Although he's dressing a lot like Crichton from Farscape in this last season, even down the you know that black and purplish looking vest thing. Yeah. And uh, two is 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 kind of doing that Aaron Sun vibe. Yeah, that one episode where he kept reliving the same day was at the part where he had him and the robot were the droid were singing. He had the funny hat. Yes. Yeah, there's, there's. Yeah, Jane's mom called. She wants her hat back. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah, dark matter is, is fun. I, I, for a long time, I felt like a, uh, I was going to go to the special hell because I got a little bit of a thing for five. I think it's five. Yeah, five. Yeah. Five. Uh, the, you know, the Kaylee kind of character because she's, what, 16 on the show? Then I'm like, oh, God, I'm a dirty old man because she's cute. And then somebody sent me a message on Facebook. She's like, the actress is 23. You're all right. Okay. I don't feel so bad. Look, when I was watching Teen Wolf, too, there were some some characters on that. So, uh, Dark Matter. Uh, You watching Orphan Black? I think we may have seen one episode. Yeah, and that was it. That show is amazing. I need to catch up on it. I feel so bad that I'm like a season and a half behind. Because you know this is the last season, man. Yeah, I know. And we're getting down the last couple of episodes too. I know. I am aware. Yeah, you know, like I said about 
binging, the downside to that is I try to hold off on that because you, you know you got so many more episodes and then there ain't no more. Mm-hmm. Hopefully temporary, sometimes not so much, like with Orphan, Orphan Black winding down. Yeah, but Orphan Black is, is along with a very interesting cloning storyline, the actress Tatiana Mezzolani, mm-hmm. say it? she is amazing because she plays all these different characters. And the characters playing other characters. Yeah, there's there, there have been some episodes where one of her, the clones has to pretend to be one of the other clones. So the actress is playing this one role, playing the other role. So she's like, how she has not won all the awards, I do not know. But my question is, in theory, could she both win, win both Best Actress and Best Supporting Actress. I don't see why not. Well, given how stated that different awards are and the academies that run them, I, I'd say we'd probably be lucky to get nominated in one category. Two in a row would be pushing it. Uh, I mean, Andy Circus doesn't get recognition still after all this time. Oh, I know. I just, just think because, you know, she's the main actress. She had the main clone, Sarah. But you have all these other clones, and there's been a bunch of them, all of which have been real interesting characters, except Tony. We don't talk about Tony. Hey, I resemble that remark. (laughs) They tried to do a transgender clone, and it just didn't work. So the show still had held up because I've read that. Yeah, the later seasons, two, maybe three, it wasn't as good as the first. It's the it it's. They tried to branch out, and not everyone liked the way they branched out. Um, Was it third season that you had the caster clones? Yes, late second, third, yeah. Yeah. Uh, You Spoilers for the second, third, whatever seasons of Orphan Black. Um, Eventually you find out that not only is this cloning program of females, there's also a cloning program of males. Um, they're handled completely differently. Um, the program that was doing the cloning, instead of being like, okay, we're going to see how they are in their, in their regular lives. We're going to try to get someone to breed with them. It's well, we're going to make a militia. And so all of them are actually interacting with each other directly because it's intended to. And, there's a there is a lot of weirdness. I feel bad for the actor who they got to play all the caster clones because number one, you know, it was something that people didn't necessarily want. And there was also a lot of well uh there was a lot of ire directed at him for just playing these characters and trying to get up to the par of that. Well, not that I would even consider that a par, but like trying to get even close, close to Tatiana Maslany. And he does a very good job. He's not necessarily given all the opportunities, but you know, it's two very different things. So it's we're it's hard when people try to compare them directly. Yeah. I think they're, 
down that we know of to just one particular clone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and even now he's starting to glitch some, which is kind of rough because you actually end up kind of liking this guy. Mm. But yeah, Orphan Black's interesting. Um, dark matter, it's growing in scape. And I love the fact that we're starting to see more Farscape, not Farscape, uh, Stargate people show up. Because, you know, you see, uh, with we, uh, uh, oh crap, I can't think of her name. But she's on SG, SG, uh, Stargate Atlantis. Tori Higginson. She recurs on, uh, Dark Matter as a uh, leader of, I think it's Ferris Corps, which I find endlessly amusing because I hear Ferris anything related to an aircraft. I'm thinking, you know, Ferris yeah. aircraft. Yeah. Um, what else you guys have been watching? Well, as far as stuff that's in reruns now, it's usually, uh, well, let's see, Monday Night Supergirl. Wait, I, I like that. I like, it's a different tone than the rest of the DC. Well, it pairs well with Flash a lot of times. It, it's a lighter show. Um, I, 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 I like Supergirl. I like Supergirl a lot. It's fun. Her and Flash are hysterical. Yeah, I'd have to say both Supergirl and Flash are more upbeat. I look forward to them more than the weekly Arrow, but we still watch Arrow. I mean, Batman in green. Yeah. He's, I think I've said that before. He's, I'm, don't get me wrong. I like I like Arrow. It's out of the four DCCW shows, it's probably at the bottom for me. But that's not saying like because that bar is still oh, yeah. way up there. Um, but I think the fun of Supergirl Flash and just the zaniness of Legends, because Legends is just nuts, is fun. But I love, 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 love how they tie everything together. You see characters from one show pop up on another show and mentions of stuff that happened on another show. I'm waiting to see how they explain how they, you know, what happened when the Legends crew broke time at the end of this last season and how the other shows deal with it. Now, you, do you guys watch Legends of Tomorrow? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah all four of them. <laughs> I, am, I am thoroughly convinced that somehow Rory got chameleon arched and is still running around. Took the Wave Rider, went back in time, st- stole the 10th Doctor's coat, went ahead in time, and stole Mal's gun. And the fact that he's a Time Master. Nobody but me finds that hilarious. And somebody just texted me. I should have turned this damn thing off. No, <laughs> just into my injustice <laughs> And Justice Daily's completing. <laughs> but yeah, and maybe notice this season on Legends how they've reconfigured the bridge to where they have a TARDIS console right in the middle of the damn ship now. Yeah. That in fact she's snarky. The the ship is pretty snarky. 
But no one, I don't think, has pointed out that the AI of the ship is the same AI that Eobard Thawne was talking to, not Eobard, when Wells was evil. Hunter Zolomon. No, no one. Whatever, which one he is. It gets confusing after a while. It's just, it's not the mime Wells, it's the other one. That the AI that was in that secret room that he had was also Gideon. Yes, that's true. Mm. But I love loves me those shows. Anything else? Billy? You guys first? <laughs> well, I was going to say, it seems it seems like uh, they're moving away from the network model to streaming model. I think we're kind of going in that direction. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, well, there's just one show that's going to come up that's going to be on streaming that I'm not real thrilled with the direction they're going on it. Discovery. Star Trek Discovery. But now there was a Netflix trailer for it. Do we know if it's going to be? Oh, it's going to be on Netflix, just not in the United States. Yeah, every other country. I told Kathy that when we when I played it the other day and has the Netflix logo come up. And you see, you see the bug on the corner of the screen. It's, you see that because it's going to be on Netflix in every other country, just not in the U.S. I'm like, I'm not going to feel guilty about, well... Acquiring it. Yes, thank you. It's gonna. I buy the. I buy the the shows. I bought the shows. That's how I justify the fact that I download most everything. Most of all my DCCW shows over here are still in the shrink wrap because I've already watched them. But I've down. You know, I gotta pay my dues. I'm just not gonna pay for another goddamn streaming service to watch Star Trek. That's. Especially when it's supposed to be another damn prequel series, and it looks like it's more futuristic. But don't you also want to watch the spinoff of The Good Wife? Or the, what's the name of The Walking Dead of the Future? Because the, 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 one of the actresses from Walking Dead went okay. on, and she's like the lead. It's, I only know that the other big thing is The Good Fight. I never watched The Good Wife. Even even when... Uh, da, 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 shit. Because when... Wasn't the actress to play Kaylee on there for a while? I think. I, I don't, I don't I remember know. reading that. I don't know. I could be wrong. I could be thinking of something else. I could be drunk. No, I haven't had that much yet. It's. I mean, my mom watched it, so I was vaguely aware of some of the people who were on. Carrie Preston who had previously been on um, True Blood. Mm-hmm. She, uh, I don't remember the character's name. Bright Redhead. Uh, she was on The Good Wife periodically. She's actually also on a new show on US, uh, USA, TNT, I can't remember which, uh, called Claws. Which, one with Nisi Nash in it? Yes. Um, might be one of the Turner stations, TBS or TNT. Let's see. I'm, I'm thinking more TBS, though. I know that I'm following it. Let's see if it has the logo. Oh, TNT. 
but that's the little bit that I've seen of Claws is very interesting. Carrie Preston is very interesting on that show. She plays someone who's very low key, but apparently had just gotten out of uh, jail. And she, her character will turn on a dime. Jeffrey Dean Morgan was in The Good Wife? Yeah. Negan? Papa Winchester? Probably at some point. For like 19 episodes. Yeah, um, I'm on IMDb, poking around. Yeah, that's our, yeah, that's our go-to whenever Kathy recognizes. Stalker Channing? Wasn't that Rizzo? actress on another show? I'll go to the IMDb. David Hyde, yeah. David, David Hyde Pierce? Now look, now look at us. I hate you. And speaking of Sonia Mar- Martin-Green of Walking Dead and soon-to-be Star Trek Discovery. There's a whole lot of people been on the show. Yeah. When you have the handful of big names, you can get more big names. Vanessa Williams? I mean, I'm still, I'm still scrolling. F. Murray Abram? Jeffrey Tambor? Hey, now. Jeffrey Tambor's been in... Everything. Matt Perry, Tay Diggs, Parker yeah. Posey. Yeah, Kathy knows Jeffrey Tamper from way back from Saturday the 14th. Yes. It was one of those movies that would run on HBO all the time. And Baby New Earth? Yeah. Rose, what? Who'd you say was on it, Rose? I don't think they credit cat actors and actresses. Matthew Lillard. (laughs) Kristen Chenoweth? Ow. I'm sorry. The scrolling is not ending here. Jesus H. Christ. I mean, it ran for, what, seven seasons? I know, but good God almighty. Ed Asner? I'm scared. I, I'm sorry. I'm just fascinated here. Continue. I'm just. I did. I'm just. Gobsmacked. Wow. Yeah. Do you guys have anything else? Or. Um. Well. Well, I'm getting. Christina Ricci. Well, I was going to say, as far as the dilemma about Star Trek Discovery, what I've been reading a lot of buzz for lately is the new Fox show, The Orville, with Seth MacFarlane. I know you roll your eyes, the family guy, dude, but... It actually looks pretty decent. Yeah, I was going to say, it's basically Star Trek with all without all the restrictions. I'm sure there's a ton of restrictions of Paramount slap, Viacom and Paramount slapping on Discovery. So, it might be worth a watch. Bridget Regan? Wow. Bridget Regan. Sorry. I'd say Victor Garber, but he's in the... At least in the pilot of the Orville, and I didn't want to add him to the cast of The Good Wife. Although, the way Brad's going, he might show up. I'm not seeing him. But they're not listening to him alphabetically, so. <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty much by episodes. Kevin Bacon show up yet? Not that I've seen, but I could probably do at least a, a two uh, 
two degrees. All right, I got to stop. <laughs> That's just wrong. Okay. All righty. Uh, anybody watch Winona Earp? Uh, I did watch some of the first season because Bo Smith, who created the character and did the comic, is one of my Facebook friends. And, really? Yeah. Cool. I have not gotten to the comic yet. I, I, I have them. I just have not gotten to it yet because I want to see. I, I like. I want to you know check the differences and and stuff. Uh, but mm, Waverly. She she rings that uh, Fred from Angel kind of vibe for me, and I like the fact that they don't take themselves seriously, like uh, you know, it's like Supernatural doesn't take themselves seriously most of the time. Sometimes they do, but my God, they're gonna do a freaking Scooby Doo episode, animated no less. Yes. Yeah. What? Corporate synergy strikes again in that uh, Warner. Brothers. Yeah, it's on CW. It's on CW. It's a Warner so, Brothers show. So. Oh, oh, I know. It's just Tell like it, you, just when you thought they wouldn't top the fact that they got transported to a realm where Supernatural was a show, and they were the actors playing the roles of Sam and Dean. So Sam and Dean were playing the actors who played Sam and Dean. And they're not clones, even. It, 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 <laughs> so that show was it was interesting. Mm-hmm. It, it, they actually in this last season they were talking about some of all the crazy crap that had happened, and they brought back, oh yeah, that episode where I was so and so, and you were Polish because <laughs> his name's like this long. Oh. Billy, what have you been watching, dude? Uh, I know Glenn tried to bring this up at some point. Uh, the first thing that I'm jumping to uh, for now is Netflix shows. Okay. I, uh, my mom and I watched Travelers. Never heard of it. What's it about? It's um, uh, sort of like a larger scale quantum leap trying to prevent the end of humanity what on Earth. It? Yeah, what was the name of it again? Uh, Travelers. Yeah, well, check that out. It has Eric McCormick. Uh, from, Will and, from Grace. Will and Grace, and um, one of my favorite movies, Free Enterprise. And I'm trying to remember, <laughs> uh, it? not perspective, uh, perception on USA, where he played the um, the doctor who was also an FBI uh, consultant who would help with psychological issue cases and he was uh and he was schizophrenic so he would have hallucinations throughout it and they would usually relate to the case um but travelers a bunch of people get their minds sent back to people who were about to die and they take over those lives and they're trying to uh they're trying to, in different ways, prevent this, these huge cataclysms that uh, are supposed to cause the downfall of humanity. Uh, for a slightly happier one, although much more gory, 
Uh, I've also been watching, or last summer when it came out, I watched the Santa Clarita Diet. Uh, yeah. Oh, is that the zombie show? Drew Barrymore yeah. basically becomes a zombie. I might have to watch it just for Drew Barrymore. Again, feeling like a dirty old man. Well, for Drew Barrymore and for Nathan Fillion, um, who makes uh, whose tenure on the show is not very long. Okay, but it's very memorable. Um, Stranger Things last fall. Oh yes, definitely. That was definitely a binge show. Not concerned about the running out of episodes. It's like, yeah, let's keep going. Yeah, because as that. It almost runs like a 10, 12-hour movie. Oh, yes. Yeah, one of the things we got, Kathy wanted to get some fridge magnets, and one of the ones I picked up was one that looked like the cover to a D&D supplement, which was Stranger Things. They had Eleven doing the levitating the Millennium Falcon toy on the cover. Yeah. And they also did one of the... Uh, probably one you see in advertising, and they have a poster of for the show... Uh, was done as a cover of a Choose Your Own Adventure book. Oh, yeah. Mm. Written by the That's Duffer cool. Brothers. Credit on the magnet. Yeah, wasn't one of the guys from Stranger Things here at Phantom Fest? Yeah, the guy who played the bully kid, Troy. He's one of the younger actors. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Uh, yeah, he's staying at our hotel we're staying at, because yeah. I saw him last night when I went to get our supper in the restaurant part. Mm. I did see a couple of, uh, bring it back to Funko Pops. Did see a couple of places had had the uh, uh, girl with the ego eleven. I, I mm. took Kathy to. I think you see eleven. There. I'm thinking Matt Smith. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I will say that it, 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 somebody brought up on uh, it, it just popped up on on my Facebook feed while I was because I had to do something. My phone was blowing up over here. Was just state uh, uh, state your state an unpopular opinion that you have that you know no one else would agree with or whatever. So I put you know Clara was the best companion on Doctor Who, which people hate Clara like I hate Donna, which just and it just blew my mind. Why wouldn't anybody like Clara? It's I think a lot of that is probably you know residual. Frustration to some extent with Rose, where it was, oh my goodness, we have this character. She needs to always be there, and she needs to be bound to the doctor, and she, we're going to get rid of her. Nope, she's coming back. She's coming back. She'll be back for a little while. And, and then she goes away again. And we're pulling her back in. And. Oh, but they did it so we much can, better with Rose. Oh my God, <laughs> Rose. I love Rose. She perked her ears up when you said that. And, and now she's going in her little hide. Rose is going in her little hidey hole. Which isn't that hidey concern. It's a window. I was going to say it wasn't as bad as was it with Amy Pond. I mean, I like her. Don't get me wrong. But hmm. at one point, BBC America was doing that new introduction. Oh, I hated that. The, Ma the Mary Sue show starting the doctor. I get, That was the. Yes. Oh, I see. I never saw that. In, until Dragon Con, because uh, back when all that was going on, I I acquire my shows several hours earlier than America gets theirs because you know various sources, so I don't have to watch commercials either. 
So I wasn't seeing that in anything. And my friend Nick, who did TARDIS Interruptus with us for a while, and who's allergic to cats, so he can't really come over anymore, uh, was just going off about this. He goes, and, and I didn't understand because I never wa- I never saw it. Then Xfinity had a deal with Dragon Con where they premiered an episode at Dragon Con. And it was, you know, premiered by two hours or something like that. And Matt Smith had a little video introduction, that kind of thing, you know, just a little 30 second thing. But they played that. And it just totally destroys the beat of the opening. I'm like, that is the stupid frelling thing that I have ever seen. <laughs> you proud of me on that one? I did good. Yep. All right. But yeah, it, it, that was, it is. It was stupid. But I cannot stand Donna. No one understands it. No, Nobody understands it. Why I, I can, She just irritates the living shit out of me. Half of the Reddit community, I'm sure, understands it. None of the Reddit community likes Clara. Nobody likes Clara. Or Clara. I love Clara. There's a reason we named the damn cat Clara. <laughs> and why my cats are Rose. <laughs> Freema. Although Rose was already named Rose. Yeah. Freema was named Freema because Martha's too ugly of a name for a pretty cat. What else? Uh, still speaking of British TV show, uh, I've been uh, current as far as PBS allows you to be with the Great British Baking Show, or Great British Bake Off, as it's more properly known, but Pillsbury owns the rights to Bake Off, so. Mm-hmm. Which, it's interesting. I'm going to miss Mel and Sue and... Uh, Mel? Oh, okay, we're not talking Doctor Who. Never mind. Mel? Classic series companion. Mel wasn't the worst. Okay, she may have been the worst, but she was still enjoyable. She was still a Doctor Who. Granted, she was better than Adric. Um, but that's uh, the main hosts of the show are supposed to be leaving after this season. Uh, the two comedians are being replaced with Noel Fielding. I think one of the actual cooking people may still be connected to the show, but it's going to starting next year. It's going to be. Huge overhaul, mm. and it's it's a little sad, but it's also you know understandable. They have other things. They've been doing this for I think seven years, and it's I mean if you like uh, the competition shows but want something a little more positive, they always try to keep it positive. Once someone gets kicked off, they go straight in and they give them a big hug. Mm. About how many episodes are in a season? Is it one, um, is it a British thing where it's six or seven, or they go thirteen like the Doctor, uh, let's or see. Doctor Who, or that's still a point of content. Well, I'm trying not to. I don't want to hijack from you, Billy. So, no, completely fine. No. Well, I was going to ask if anybody's seen Victoria. Speaking of, uh, Doctor Who, I'm interested in things 
I am a real doctor, but my name's not Doctor Who. Everyone calls me the doctor. I live in a box. I like to save the world. I think I'm getting good, but I can handle criticism. I'll show you what I know, and you can tell me if you think I'm getting good at world saving. I leave the TARDIS unlocked, cause there is no doorbell. Interested in things. My name's not Doctor Who, but I am a real time lord. I am an actual time lord. I live in a box. I like to save the world. I think I'm getting good, but I can handle criticism. I'll show you what I know, and you can tell me if you think I'm getting. I think. I, I'm spacing again. What what's Clara's real name? Jenna Coleman. Okay, <laughs> and I and we met her once, and I got the picture autograph for Brad, no less. But yeah, sometimes my brain will space out. Mm. I was gonna say yeah, you've been watching that, good. right? What? Oh, Victoria. Yeah. Oh yeah. You bet your ass I watch that. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, we got a kick. I out. need to watch. I need to watch the 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 uh, show that Matt Smith is in. The Crown. The Crown. Oh yeah, we saw that. That was really good. Yes, uh, I like. I, I do want to watch that. Um, I know they're different eras, but it mm. still would be need to watch that. Yeah, we got in Victoria got a kick out of somebody remarking that Victoria is so short and Kathy's just a little bit shorter than Jenna Coleman. So got a kick. Yeah, you don't need to complain. I mean, and then with Jenna Louise Coleman, I do feel like a little bit of a dirty old man too. But she had me one of the best. And I'm going to tie this back to Dragon Con, so take a drink. <laughs> I, I didn't invent that rule. That was that was rainy. Or, you know, if you have the fireball fudge. Take a bite of fireball fudge. Is one of the best memories of, of Dragon Con was 
DragonCon happened during the, I guess, the premiere of the seventh season. I mean, eighth season. Whatever the one that was kind of split into two. So half of it was Amy and Rory, and half of it was, was Clara. It was the Matt Smith season. So, And it was Asylum of the Daleks. And we were we were, we were, we were, we were going to miss it because we were at DragonCon. Because it didn't, for whatever reason, wasn't on the cable system. We couldn't pick it up or whatever. So I had Christina download it, upload it to Dropbox. I tethered my phone to my, my netbook, downloaded it, and Jen and Kurt and I, and it might have been another person, were huddled around this little, like, seven-inch netbook watching Asylum of the Daleks and then being willing to – by then they had already announced that Jenna Coleman was going to be the next companion. And then, bam, there she is. Yeah, it was like a day or two before the episode because it was so recent when we watched it. I was telling Kat, you see, you see that actress there? Yeah, she's going to be the new companion. It's like, holy shit, what? Yeah. Oh. And I, it, it instantly it was like, oh, be still my beating heart. <laughs> because for me, and this is going to be heresy for a lot of people, she's right up there with, with Sarah Jane. Because there's a reason why the cat is you know, the cat is also called Clara Jane. Mm. <laughs> oh, wish they so wish that they could have had an episode together. That would have mm. been awesome, yes. especially like twelve and and Sarah Jane, with mm. twelve being so much like the third Doctor. So oh, oh, oh. that push. I, I can turn anything to a Doctor Who discussion. Mm. Just about. I'm not so great with the classic series. I admit that because like. Seventh Doctor would probably be, be my favorite. Mm. Although Fifth Doctor is pretty pretty nice too, and Sixth, and pretty much anyone I got to meet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think we're the same way too. So, Billy, you watching any of the Marvel Netflix shows? What What do you think? I have fallen behind on those. I started watching Jessica Jones, where you and nobody as, else wanted to watch it. Were you as creeped out at, at David Tennant? I, I got like an episode, episode and a half in, and just like I got to take a break. I, I, because mm, mm, I'm like tenth doctor. That's creepy. <laughs> See, I, I was. Just, it was one of those things where it's like, oh, it's that same actor, but the character is so different. I it's, know, I know. It's called acting, dear boy. Yeah. I know that, but. Every time I watch Gotham, I keep seeing the third Doctor, and it's his dad. You know, yes. that's one of the only reasons I watch Gotham anymore is because of Sean Pertwee. Uh, yeah, I I have been bad at following "quote unquote" geeky shows. Um, most of what I've been watching recently is more. Uh, Was it? I have caught up to date. On Adventure Time. Uh, That's a geeky show. Adventure Time, Steven Universe. Well, different kind of geeky. Uh, but Not a geeky I, that's usually discussed on this program. Well, that, that is true. But from what I read, they're also very surprisingly deep shows. Oh, yeah. That's uh, a couple years ago was the end of Gravity Falls. But Steven Universe is still going. Where they're starting to go a little further into hard sci-fi, Steven Universe, 
a boy who's basically half alien, uh, and he's being raised for now by the aliens who were also refugees, sort of with his mom, um, from hundreds of years before. Uh, they had fought a rebellion to try to save Earth from their home world. Uh, the super short version of what's happened in the past three, four seasons, or no, beginning of the fifth season now, um, Homeworld has discovered that these rebels are still there. They've come to try to exert plans over Earth again. Uh, and they're starting to, they're branching out more into some of the deeper things that had happened many, many years before, such as uh, Stephen's mother, before she gave up her life and her entire existence, basically, to become half of him. Uh, she had killed one of the big leaders from the homeworld. And now they're starting to get to a point where people are thinking they're starting to wrap it up. Um, but they're doing investigation or they're getting more towards, well, did this actually happen? Why did it happen? How did it happen? And it went from like, oh, I feel so much joy when I eat this, uh, ice cream sandwich that I can actually use my powers to, oh, I'm grieving over someone who just died, and I made them a magical pink zombie who can teleport people in his hair. Um, I've also gotten into Star versus the Forces of Evil, which is still earlier on. It's still a little bit lighter, but it uh, it's getting there. It takes a little longer to find its feet. But it's about a princess from another dimension. Uh, she's sent to Earth to try to learn more about being a good, responsible person because she was not so responsible before. She's still not super responsible, but apparently she's very magically powerful and she's learning more and more about dark secrets from the past. One of her ancestors actually abdicated the throne and ran off to be with demons. Um, and eventually you get to meet her, and very different from what you expect for her. Um, but also, like, uh, they talk, they bring to light a couple things where it's like, oh, well, I didn't really think about the fact that our family basically had to conquer the monsters and force them to be subservient to make our entire community work. Like it, it touches base with those. It doesn't go too far, but it's like, well, maybe we have more similarities, stuff like that. And I know this is more for another, uh, Vogue network or Vogue adjacent podcast, but I've also recently gotten really into RuPaul's drag race. I followed the last season. That would be reading is fundamental. Yes. Uh, I followed the last season. 
I thought, oh, this will be nice and fun. I have since watched all but, like, five episodes of all the other seasons that are available for purchase via streaming. Um, so seasons two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 19, this was 11, ninth. 12. This oh, season was ninth. Um, and there's also two all-star seasons. Season one is not available online unless you go through YouTube or some or other channels. Bit Tardis. Very possibly, I have not tried. Um, but that's there have been there have been controversies. But it's one of those things where you go in and you're like, oh, this is going to be fun. I'll watch this. I'll relax. And then all of a sudden, you're like, why does someone else disagree with my opinion on this? Are we watching the same show? Yeah, there are. I, I I've never watched any of it except for the clip that Rob linked to. Uh, you know, he one of our Vogue overlords mm. is also on Orange Lounge Radio, and of course has the the RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. Reading is fundamental. Um, but he was actually got to ask a question in one of the seasons, but it was cut from the show. But it was in, I guess, later one of the deleted scenes or what have you. That's like the only clip I've seen. So, but it's there's like, man, you would think it's a geek. Uh, I mean, it is a geek show. Everybody geeks about something. But I mean that it was. You would have thought it was the Thirteenth Doctor kind of controversy. Yeah. Okay. Just, just pulling in. Probably wasn't the best analogy to have used. Uh. <laughs> well, it's there are some people who think that uh, are we going to we're allowed to discuss the Thirteenth Doctor controversy? Well, I don't right? care. Okay, um, it's our show. We can say whatever the hell we want. So we're all aware now that the Thirteenth Doctor is going to be presenting as female, to use the political, politically correct term. That it's going to be a female body. Um, Time Lord Switch. But that's, there have also, there have been a lot of things with transgender rights and everything. And uh, recently, this past year, there was a huge thing where RuPaul, basically the drag queen community and the transgender community don't always get along. Sometimes certain words are used um, and certain phrases are used, certain tones are used and you know, they're seen as acceptable in the one community and not in the other. Um, a couple years ago uh, or in the early seasons of Drag Race the introduction to each week's uh, the introduction to the challenges each week would be you've got she which they have since changed. Um, RuPaul has a song called Lady Boy, which is not referenced as much anymore. Stuff like that. Um, this year, some people sort of think that it may have been a political move. Uh, instead of doing a top three and just having the winner be the person who won the most content, uh, the most, uh, challenges on their own. Um, they decided to do a top four. The fourth person who a lot of people said wasn't up to snuff 
uh, is a trans woman, so a man transitioning into a woman who uh, has been open about that since before the show, is producing a... uh, is also actually producing a documentary about the transition and I'm sure part of that will be addressing the entire drag race experience. But a lot of people think that they kept on Peppermint, who is the trans woman, um, as sort of a nod to try to be more open to the trans community. And also they changed the format. So instead of it being, you know, whoever won the most challenges wins they decided to actually sort of stack it in favor of Peppermint um, by having it be sort of a bracketed um, lip sync competition. Every, Every week, the two lowest people will usually lip sync for their life to try to stay on the show, and whoever, you know, performs the best will usually be the person who stays. And for this, it was lip syncing for your legacy. Um, and the person who ever, who a lot of people thought was going to be the number one was out in the set in the, in their first performance for that episode. So, you know, in their bracket, they were in the second song, but they got out on that second song and a lot of people were pissed about it and people are still very vocal about it. And I still think that person also just threw it away because they were just like, Meh, I'm going to walk over here. I'm going to do a little dance. going to walk over here. going to do a little more dance. Sorry for, so, yeah. So getting back, that was getting thoughts of 13th doctor. <laughs> You, you got deep, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You went deep. I feel like if people aren't listening to reading is fundamental, but they also sort of want to get uh, some of where the reference was. No. So. No, you brought like scholarly stuff, you know, and, and yeah. good philosophical debate stuff to the show where usually I'm talking about, you know, taking a dump. Yeah. You know? Well, and a lot of people think that. Chris Chibnall was taking a dump on the thought of the doctor. There was the entire controversy with, uh, or people being like, yeah, I'm with Peter Davison. Little boys don't have a role model now. Oh, the, the, the big spat between the fifth and the sixth doctor. Yeah. Which, which is all to Twitter. Which is just, yeah, it's sound bites. And it's, I mean, like, John Barrowman said, it's going to be like any transition. It's going to take some time. You'll see how things are. And you hope that it's going to be good. Yeah, well, there has been that rumor that's popped up since the 80s whenever there's going to be a new doctor. The question of, is it going to be a woman? It's possible. In fact, the uh, comic relief skit, The Mm. Curse of the Fatal Death, written by Stephen Mm -hmm. Moffat, uh, him go through all 13 of his lives, and one of them was Joanna Lumley, who discovered her Dalek bumps looking down her top. And yeah. also was blonde. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be interesting, especially with uh, uh, if they ever do a multi doctor story again with the 10th doctor. Because, you know, Broadchurch. Mm. Yes. 
<laughs> maybe, maybe he'll go something like, hey, maybe you'd look better as a brunette. <laughs> I, it, it, it's going to be, it's going to be Doctor Who. Uh, I'm going to be interesting. They have not, uh, they just released the, the, the teaser trailer for the, the Christmas episode where they made it official that Bill's going to be back. Hmm. But it's also been made known that Jenna Coleman has took a break from filming Victoria to film an appearance. Right. How big of an appearance? I don't know. But if she wasn't going to show up, I would have really been pissed. Because, God, I mean, I like Amy, don't get me wrong. But damn Amy showed up when Matt regenerated yeah. for a stupid appearance. Man, I like the idea of little Amelia running around, yeah. but still, it was just that was bad. As Matt showing up in the movie Adventure in Space and Time at the end when Dad, you that was, but it was good. Don't get me the 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 Adventure in Space and Time was great. Oh yeah, and David Bradley, it's uncanny the way he he has channeled the first Doctor. But Matt Smith showing up in the, 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 the no, mm. no. David Bradley, I was even kind of irritated at David Bradley saying, I don't want to go. Because, you know, I didn't like that line to begin with. I don't want to go. Quit whining, doctor, you regenerate all the damn time. Oh, four or five, four or six times since we last met. Sorry, I watched School Reunion not too long ago. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh God! That was that, a favorite, Kathy's. Oh, just the the scene where Sarah Jane turns around and sees the TARDIS. Yes, we were just talking about that. <laughs> pull, I that love pull that mic that in a little bit. Expression on her face. Oh, I just, love the expression on her face. It's just like oh, there he is. And then he says hello, Sarah Jane, and she knows who it is. Yes. And then, of course, they just don't miss a beat and start running. <laughs> Oh, nice and not, not all that different. They take yeah. off. And then the stuff between her and Rose. That was great. <laughs> which I have to relate a personal story. I don't know. I'm, I think I mentioned this maybe once or twice on the show. And so and, and Kathy may not have heard this. But, you know, Christine and I, Christine and I were still together. Um, but a friend of mine, her dad passed away. And, uh, of course, so we went to the visitation and... After the visitation and the service, a bunch of us went out to eat. Well, in that group of folks, in some ways it was a very incestuous little group of folks. Uh, my ex, uh, Angie, was there as well, along with the ex before Angie, Tara. Oh, my. Uh, there. So we all go to Tumbleweed to sit down and, you know, go out to eat. So it was Christine and I sitting there, and Christine and Angie had met before, because Angie brought a computer over for me to fix while Christina was here, and they got to be like Sarah Jane and Rose laughing at the doctor. You know, if, yes. if I was the doctor working on this uh -huh. computer, they were, ended up being like that. Does oh he do goodness. this? And laugh. <laughs> So at the end of this table, there's me, and Christina's on one side, and then across from us, two of my exes. That was a little interesting because all three of them ended up started doing And I'm like, yeah, I don't embarrass that easy. But yeah. But yeah, score reunion. Probably one of my favorite all time episodes. 
Anything else you been? You brought the deep stuff, man. I'm sorry. No, you're not. <laughs> I don't have any. But this is a, this is also a very special episode of Pod Culture. Yeah, they always used to do those very special episodes yes. of comedies. This is a very the special. More you know. Brad's addicted to Fireball Fudge. Can we stop him? No, just don't. <laughs> just don't start singing. I'm so excited to say it, and I just can't hide it. And you're so, so scared. I'm so excited. I'm so <laughs> scared. <laughs> oh God, was it Saved by the Bell and the caffeine pills yes. or whatever? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I read they wanted to do a drug episode and the network wouldn't let them. That was the best they could pull off. Uh. You see, they have Saved by the Bell, Saved by the Bell Funko Pops. Yes, yes. Uh, That's they had Lisa this. Turtle at the Fye. And they had Zach Morris a couple times. Didn't see anyone else. I think there was a screech. I thought there was a screech. Maybe. He's got to do something because he's like, you know, stabbed somebody and (laughs) serving some time or something. Can you imagine one concert and the other? Can you know, what are you in for? I stabbed screech. (laughs) Imagine being in the hospital. What are you here for? I was stabbed by screech. <laughs> Anything else, guys? We were saved by the. I I got nothing. <laughs> nothing. I don't have anything either. All right, we will be back with more of the show uh, right after I have another shot of something. Probably the cider boys pineapple hula cider, which is very very tasty, and no one else wants any of, which is more for me. <laughs> Uh, 
All right, we've been geeking a while, and and uh, we just <laughs> it's getting hot in the damn apartment. That's what it's getting. So it's time to wrap things up. Final thoughts, uh, Tony. Well, probably a paraphrase opens the penguin from Bloom County about Phantom Fest. Well, it wasn't that bad, but Lord, it wasn't good. There were parts that were good. There were yeah. parts that were could have been better. Like the air conditioning. It was a little overloaded today. Much like the it was it was very much like it is in the apartment right now. Mm. Which we had off because it's also very noisy in my apartment because it's old. Mm. Kathy, final thoughts? I just thought that I would not like this convention, but I actually enjoyed it. I actually had a lot more of a time than I thought I would. Yeah, it's it's been 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 quite enjoyable. Billy, even if things don't necessarily look like they're going to be worth your time, give them a try. Especially if you were already planning on doing so, and things changed last minute, might as well take the plunge. You know, if people are canceling. If you already have the reservations, just go. Have a good time. Try to find good people. Because that's the one thing that I have to say about Fandom Fest. Every year there's been good people around. So, Yes, I'd have to agree. And yet you wind up here at, at, at the Pod Culture Studio Hotel. Well, there are good people around. You're just here for the cats, aren't you? A little, a little bit. bit. <laughs> a little no, bit. no, no, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> As we say, around Casa Colette. Yeah. I'm here for the lodging and the mystery boxes. The mystery boxes. You you haven't you have a mystery box problem, my friend. It's a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> or no, I guess that's maybe certain. <laughs> oh, my final thought. You know, if you'd have told me ten years ago. That A, I would still be doing this show, and B, that I would have not one, not two, but we on my third cat. I told y'all you're bat crap crazy. But you know something? We're still doing the show, maybe a little less frequently than in years past. And I may not have the third, the, the first cat. She's still around and still a sassy. I still got my two companions there, and I wasn't training for anything. And, uh, yeah. So, you know, even if you think you may never be doing something, life has a way of surprising your butt. And uh, the past few years have definitely shown me that. And on that note, we are the heck out of here. Take care. Cheers. Be seeing you. Have a good one. Bye. Theme music for Pod Culture provided by the band Beatnik Turtle. Check out the band and their other great music online at beatnikturtle.com. If you want to reach us here at Pod Culture Central, there are many different ways. You can email us feedback at podculture.net. 
Call our voicemail line, 812-672-4763. That's 812-672-4POD. Comment on the website, podculture.com. Drop us a line, give us a call, or send us an MP3. Let us know how we're doing and what you'd like to hear on the show. We'd love to hear from you. Pod Culture, Equal Opportunity Geekness.